Hello, and welcome to Chatterbox Dreams. I'm Danielle, and this is English with Danielle. Okay, so today we are going to talk about something. Um, this, uh, this topic actually came um, from a, a request, as a request, in our community section on Chatterbug. Someone wrote to me and said that they are really trying to learn all about, um, you know, speaking with an American or US American accent, and they need to um, improve their pronunciation. So this is actually a really great idea. And anytime you all have anything specific, you'd like us to stream about, you can definitely tell us in the community on Chatterbug's website, or you can tell us in the chat. Either way, we love getting ideas for streams so that we can make sure that we are teaching you the material that you actually wanna learn. So this came as a request, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So US American pronunciation, right? Now, if you've been following Chatterbug for a long time or if you've seen some of our other streams, you know that we have a variety of different accents and pronunciation and speakers of the English language, right? We have S.A. and Max who are British English speakers. We have Alex who speaks like me, an American, and then there's me. And we also have a new streamer who's Tom, and he's also speaking with uh, a British um, a British accent. So we have a range of accents, and you'll see that we have some streams on the British pronunciation, some we will do on American pronunciation, and then some will combine it together. If you look at mine and Max's streams, we will sometimes compare um, the pronunciation of our two different dialects. So we're gonna talk a little bit specifically about the US American pronunciation. Now, one thing to know is that, well, the American accent, right? People might say the American accent, but actually we have a lot of different accents in the US. So there's, we have a standard one that everyone sort of uses, and I'll talk about that in a second, but we actually have more than 24 accents in the US, 24 dialects, right? Which is variations of the language, and therefore 24 accents. Now, some of the most popular ones that you probably already know would be the Southern accent, which is, I have it sometimes when I say, hey y'all, how y'all doing? That's a Southern accent. There's also the New Yorker accent, which a lot of you know, um, the Californian accent, right? If you ever have watched Keeping up with the Kardashians, <laughs> then you probably have heard the Southern Californian accent. And then there's also the really popular Bostonian accent. That's the accent of people who are from Boston. So if you have ever watched a movie with Mark Wahlberg or Matt Damon, those guys have very Bostonian accents. Hello to everyone in the chat. We have people from all over. Okay, Iran, Peru, Jordan, Switzerland, Argentina. Oh my goodness, Mexico, Germany, more Mexico, Austria. Okay, thank you so much for joining. So this is a little meme that I added here. One does not simply sound good using an American accent. It's kind of a mean meme, but I get it, you know, because, you know, the U.S. accent is so widely heard because of movies and TV shows and music. A lot of people have 
positive uh, or sometimes even negative uh, feelings about the accent. You can let me know in the chat if you like the American accent. Maybe you don't. If you don't, no, it's okay. If you don't like the American accent, that's fine, but perhaps you might wanna learn a little bit more about it so that you can sort of pronounce, if you have a, a need to, you might wanna learn how to pronounce words as um, uh, US Americans do, okay? Now, like I said, we have several different accents in the US, over 24, but we do have what we call standard American English. And this is the sort of universal, I don't wanna say universal, but it's the, the standard dialect and accent um, that most US Americans will speak when they are in academic or university settings, right? When they're in school, or when you watch the news, you watch anything in media, you might hear the standard American English. So it's American English that's used specifically in school settings and in the media, right? Most of us, when we're talking to um, people who have a similar accent or dialect, um, sub-dialect, we may not speak that way with, with our friends or with our family members, but when we speak in general, like in more diverse settings, we, might, we will probably use standard American English. So let me know, is the US American accent easy for you to understand? Is the US American accent easy for you to understand? Yep, it is so easy, kinda, or no, not really. Because some people actually say that uh, the, some people actually think that the British accent might sound a little bit easier for them to understand. Um, some people say the American one is easier for them to understand. So yeah, I would just be curious to know, for those of you in this stream, which one um, is it easy for you to understand? So it looks like most people are saying, yeah, it's very easy or you might be saying kinda, okay? So that's to understand, but perhaps you wanna learn how to, how, how can you pronounce your words similar to um, US Americans so that you can maybe have a conversation with us and so that we may understand you better, right? Um, somebody in the chat says, what does kinda mean. Oh, we're gonna get to that a little bit later. So kinda is kind of, it means um, somewhat, a little bit, yeah? So kinda is what we would call uh, a short form. We're gonna talk a little bit about short forms later because the American accent is full of short forms when we are speaking, okay? So you will hear, we'll talk about those a little bit in a few minutes. Okay, very good, thank you so much. Um, Nala95 says, yes, it is, I prefer American English. Okay, well, thank you for that. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. <laughs> um, Hi Fred said, we got used to American accent through films and series, the English accent at school, absolutely. I think most people learn British English in school, um, especially if you live in Europe. And, but you might be more familiar with the American accent um, because of movies and TV shows. Very good. Okay, so moving along. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is the stopped T. Okay, so T's are very interesting 
in, in American um, pronunciation. So the stop T is the letter T is not emphasized, right? And it usually comes at the end of a word where we don't say T, okay? I will give you a couple of examples. Cat, cat. So I'm not saying cat, not cat, cat. Can't, right. So the T is not emphasized. We call that a stopped T, cat. Can't, right. So T's that, end, are, that come at the end of a word are generally not emphasized, right? Unless you are doing it for emphasis, right? Like I just did. Do not do this, right? In that case, you can say, t you can push the, the wind out between your teeth because you want to emphasize that you should not do that. But most of the time in normal speech, we would say not, not. Don't do that, right? Okay, very good. So that's the stopped T. Now see if you can hear it in this sentence. This is a couple of stopped T's. I thought we wouldn't appreciate the plant. Now if I were to emphasize all of the T's end endings, I thought he wouldn't appreciate the plant. Yeah, An American pronunciation, we would never say it that way. I thought he wouldn't appreciate the plant. I thought he wouldn't appreciate the plant. So you see in all of those, um, all of those T words, T sounds, it's a soft T, it's stopped right there at the end. It's like a clap. I thought, I thought he wouldn't appreciate the plant. Okay. <laughs> um, somebody said, how can I learn very, how to speak English very fast? Well, you gotta practice, okay? If you just, the more comfortable you get with the language, the faster you'll be able to speak it, okay? Okay, so that's the stop T. Now, there's another weird T sound that we have in American pronunciation, and that's the letter T that sometimes sounds like a D. So in some words, if, a, if the T appears between vowel sounds, and the vowels are A, E, I, O, U. If the T is between two of those letters, two of those sounds, then what happens is the T turns into a D sound. Okay, I'll show you an example. Water, water, daughter, daughter. Computer, computer, settle, settle. So do you hear in all of those words, the T is actually pronounced like a D, okay? Water, not water, right? That's British English, so water. <laughs> I think that's how they say it. I do a really bad British accent, so never try to imitate my British accent because it's not good, okay? but. In American English, we wouldn't say water. We would say water. The T is a D, water. Daughter, daughter. Computer, settle, settle. And I think settle is very interesting because it's two T's. And in this one, it actually does not appear between two vowels but somehow it still has that same D sound, right? Because in English, we have, we have rules and then we have exceptions to the rules. Settle, settle. Okay, 
Um, okay, so happy. Can you tell the difference between plan and plant? Okay, I just did it there. Plan, plan, plant, plant. So the, um, the T, even though it's soft, there should be a distinction in terms of the sound. Plan, plant, plan, plant. Hopefully you hear the same. Oh, another one, very good, Fadwa actually said bottle. That one also has that T as a D sound, bottle. Very good, thank you so much for, you can, as I am, as I am saying, you know, going over these different ones, if you have any words that you still kind of want, say, oh, Danielle, can you pronounce this for me? I am happy to do so, but bottle, that's a great example. Um, Ariari says, so why don't you write water? I hate exceptions. <laughs> yeah, why don't why is the word water and not water? Well, you know, there's the spelling and then there there's the pronunciation. Unfortunately, it's just the way that it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so another thing to know are contractions, right? So contractions are when we combine two words together. Now, contractions they used to be very informal, right? You would only use them in informal speech. But there are a lot of contractions that are now a part of the standard American English accent and dialect, okay? So there are some contractions that are totally fine to use anytime. Now, the thing with contractions is if you're writing a formal paper, like if you're writing you know, a paper for a university, then you probably want to avoid using contractions, but any other time you can definitely use contractions. So I'll go over some of those. Mar one said matter. Oh, that's another one, very good, matter. Yeah, it has that, that double T because it comes between the A and the E, so the T turns into the D sound, matter. Very good example. Okay, so these are a couple of contractions they can kind of be a little bit difficult for non-native English speakers, right? Or English learners. You'll, you'll, right? So the equivalent is you will, you will. But we combine the two words together and say you'll, will. Now will, we will. It actually sounds like just saying will. And I think they probably say we will go, will go. I think they're pretty much the same sound, right? We'll go, we will go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're the same. So that one is probably easier if you just think of the actual verb, will, then you've got that one. The next one is aren't, aren't, aren't. That one's quite nasally, aren't. And that's are not. You are not going to the party with us, yeah? Weren't, weren't. Right? So the contraction, it smushes the sound together. Weren't, weren't, isn't, isn't, okay? Um, somebody else said shouldn't, shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you were to say shouldn't in the sentence, it wouldn't be a shouldn't. It would say shouldn't. We shouldn't go to the party. We shouldn't go to the party, right? That's how it would naturally sort of flow out. Um, Hi, Fred said, you'd, yeah, you'd better. You'd is another one that's kind of, um, that, that is, you had better, but you could say, you'd better, you'd better call your mom today because she's worried about you, right? Um, someone else says, 
what's the difference between can and can't. Yeah, so hopefully you heard it. Can, can't. Can, can't. Or did I already do that one? Perhaps I already did that one. Another one is aren't. Yeah, aren't, yeah, we have that one. Aren't, so, okay, so we don't pronounce the R in aren't, aren't. Well, the R in together, when they are together, they make one sound. So it's a uh. Yeah, think about it like that. So the R in, when they are, they appear together in a contraction, then it's a uh, aren't, aren't. So the, the two consonants, these are consonants, they are combined into one sound. Uh, yeah, aren't. I've, I've, I've gone, and that's I have, I've gone to the mall at least two times this week. I've gone to the store twice today, yeah? Okay, very, very good. Thank you for those additional ones. You all are awesome. Okay, so in a sentence, we'll go to the party even if you aren't going. So that's how we would sort of use those in the sentence, these two contractions. We'll go to the party even if you aren't going. We'll go to the party even if you aren't going, right? Okay, hopefully that makes sense. Aisle, aisle is another one. Mm -hmm. So there's tons of contractions in it. A lot of times when we have the pronoun, I, he, she, they, you, and then the first verb, will, has, have, right? All of those can be turned into contractions. Now we're gonna go over some more informal contractions. So the ones I just went over are ones that are more formal. They're, they're okay to use in standard English, right? The other ones are, that are, are a little bit more informal, but you will still, you still might hear them a lot when you're listening to American English. And somebody has already written one in the chat. And that's should have, which we would say shoulda, could have, coulda, would have, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. My mom would always say this when I was going, when I was growing up, she would say, if I told her, I should have gone to, you know, I should have studied for that test, or I, you know, I wouldn't have gotten a bad grade. And she said, well, shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? It just basically means that, yeah, is no point in saying something now, the time has already passed, right? So that's an expression, shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? It's in the past, leave it there, right? So shoulda, coulda, woulda. Now this is, um, like I said, these are informal contractions, but you will definitely hear them a lot um, when you're like speaking to American English speakers. And it's just a way to quickly get the thought out, right? That's how we are able to speak so fast is by shortening a lot of the words and sounds. We got some other ones. We have some other ones in the chat. I think I have these, uh, yeah. So, so going to is another um, verb phrase that actually gets, um, that gets shortened a lot. So we might say, gonna, I'm gonna go to the store today. And this one is especially popular in the South, where I'm from. I'm gonna go to the store today. But you might also say, going to, going to, going to, going to. So instead of going, you say, going, going, going to. 
As I said, again, these are not super formal, so you wanna be careful when you use these, but they are definitely very popular, okay? All right, so we could go on and on and on about these, and if you have more ideas or more words that you have struggles with in terms of American pronunciation, we can definitely do another um, segment of this stream. But know that practice makes perfect, okay? And so one of the ways that you can practice this, we have a lot of tutors on our platform. You can have a live lesson with maybe an American, US American English speaker, and they will help you um, pronounce some of these words and some of these sounds, right? So the live lesson is a great opportunity for you to actually speak with a native speaker and they can help you with your pronunciation, okay? All right, thank you so much for joining. Um, somebody said ain't. That's a very interesting one. Ain't is actually quite interesting um, because it's, actually a short form of is not. So there's is not, isn't, and then there's ain't, okay? Ain't is very informal and it comes very specifically from the southern part of the United States. You might, you probably wouldn't hear that one um, in California, for example. But if you were to go to Virginia or Alabama, you would definitely hear ain't, gimme, <laughs> That's a good one. Let me, let me, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Give me some. Give me some. Yeah. These are great. Okay. That was fun. All right. So that's all we have for today. I will see you next time. Bye.